guys and welcome back to Embracing Your Virtue. For those of you just joining, my name is Samantha and I am your host. So let's get into today's topic. Today I want to share with you some things that I've learned about being a stay-at-home mom, right? So before I was a stay-at-home mom, I had one kid, the second was on the way, and I just had all these kind of ideas about what life would be like. And for those of you who've made the transition from working to stay at home, you probably know it wasn't what you expected. So this video is not to discourage you from being a stay-at-home mom. It rocks. It's awesome. If you want to do it and are able to do it, listen, go for it, right? And if you want to work, that's awesome too, right? It's just to really share with you about lessons learned and my journey along the way. And maybe this will help you to just um, manage your expectations if you're thinking about doing so in the future. So um, first thing that I realized is being a stay-at-home mom, I thought that staying home with my two and then three kids would be easier than working at my job. Man, was I wrong. I don't know why I thought that, right? Like at work, right? And I used to work in HR, corporate finance, right? At work, there's like a return on your investment, right? Like you, you put in the work, you see the results, right? There's a formula, there's processes, there's procedures, right? There's order. <laughs> and when you're home with like three kids, you know, four and under, five and under, um, or maybe even more, um, you realize that uh, things like order, procedure, quick returns, just they don't always exist, <laughs> right? You have to figure out how to manage multiple kids with multiple needs, you have things to do around your house. You still have, you might have church responsibilities. You might have responsibilities in your community. Like there's still so much to do in your life, right? And anybody who's raising kids, you know, it is not an exact science. You could tell your kids the same things over and over and over again. And it's like, you've said it a thousand times and it has not sunk in yet. Take heart. I know it will one day, but um, you know that it's a slow process. So it's, you know, in so many ways, it's been a lot harder than work. But I've personally experienced so much more joy and fulfillment in seeing, um, just seeing the results, even though they're slower and it takes so much more repetition and time, seeing uh, the things that I impart into my kids come to fruition. And I'm sure we all can agree to that if you're a parent. Um, it's just so much more rewarding than any project that I've completed at my job. Um, so that's kind of like the first thing that I've learned. Another thing, I thought I would have time, right? Time for, I don't know, everything, right? Um, and you, you quickly realize that like, no, like the investment that you have to put into your kids, it's like full time. And I don't know about you, but when I was working, right? Like, you try to clean up the house, you do your little like spot surface cleaning, organizing, and there's always these projects in your head that you think like, I wanna get to like, oh, I wanna organize this, I wanna redo that. And I was like, oh, I'm home, I'm gonna be able to do it all now, right? I'm gonna organize these shelves, I'm gonna repaint these cabinets, I'm gonna live on my HGTV dreams. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, you get home and it's like, oh wait, like child rearing does not end, right? that certain things just had to change. I had to embrace um, 
the chaos, I had to accept the fact that like I didn't have time for it all the way I thought I would. Something else that I've kind of figured out along, well, not even along the way, it took me a couple years before I was really actually able to kind of name what was going on for me. And that was all of these challenges and issues around my identity. I didn't realize how much of my identity was built around performance, right? Like doing well in school, doing well at work, um, being able once again to see results, to see like, yeah, I did a good job on that or I got it done, right? I don't know why getting it done is a big deal for me. Um, and so like being in a role where there's so many variables, there's so many unknowns, like just full-time dealing with kids. Like I didn't realize how much that would impact my identity and my value. And I had to really kind of unlearn some things, right? Like, you know, especially with kids, um, you know, I always, when I was working and like I saw some things in my son that I thought like he was behind on. You know, and I always said like, oh, it's like, it's probably the daycare. Like they just have them sitting around. They're not doing nothing with it, right? <laughs> and then I get, I'm like, so I'm home now. So now he's going to be like baby Einstein, right? And, you know, he still had these developmental delays. And they were not a result of anything that I did, anything that the daycare did. Like sometimes like, you know, people just have these things and that's okay. You know, and he's an awesome kid and he's doing wonderful now, um, you know, but he still just needed additional help. And I just thought like, man, I'm home. Like I should be able to fix all the things that I couldn't fix while I was working. And so when things were not easily fixable and those results were not coming fast, um, I didn't realize that like I would feel so inadequate, so uh, invaluable like I just felt like I just suck you know <laughs> and like I just was not extending the grace to myself that I should have <clears throat> and it was starting to just impact my overall kind of self-identity right but I need to remember who I am in Christ that I am loved I am valued not because of anything that I do, but because of who God is, because he is loving and he's made me in his image. Um, and he loves me. He values me. He, before I even did anything, he knew me. Right. And like, that's enough. And that God almost, God allows us to be, um, or I'll just say it like this, like, um, God allows our imperfections so that he can show just how, much more perfect he is, right? Like our strength is, his strength, excuse me, is made perfect in our weakness. And so I've learned that like, I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to know how to do it all. I, I can go to God and God can provide, right? Whether it's supernatural, whether it's through people, it's through speech therapists, it's through whatever. And, you know, my uh, inability to be super woman, super wife, super mom, right? Like, Proverbs 31, she got it all. And I'm sure she had her things too, right? Like she's not perfect because no one is, right? But just kind of breaking down this like idea of who I thought I would be as a stay-at-home mom or even what what I, like where I put my worth. Um, and it's not in what I do. It's not in what I accomplish. It's simply because God is. 
right? Um, and because of who he is and what he's done for us and his love for me, like that's where my value lies, right? So that's another lesson I've learned. So another thing that like surprised me, like, man, the power dynamics in marriage. Like, you know, I, I, I believe in the Bible and what it says that, you know, the man is the head of the house, right? Women should submit to their husbands. It also says, says to men are supposed to love their wives sacrificially to the point of death, right? Like we, you may be familiar with all those concepts, right? But I also believe that like, even though our roles are different and there's a structure and order to family, that I believe that we are equally valued, right? Um, and that our voices are equally valued and all those things. And my husband does too. But somehow when I stopped earning money, I became like terribly power insecure, right? Like I started to become like a little paranoid, like towards my husband and thinking like, oh, like why? Cause I'm not making money. You think you get to make all the decisions? Like, and he was not even doing anything different than we were doing before. But in my mind, that was the case because I needed to renew my mind, right? Romans 12, 2, like, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, right? I was conforming to this idea, or I had probably always conformed to it and didn't even realize it, that like, that money equals power and earning money equals power and my voice was tied to my earning potential and that is a lie that is a straight up lie okay so i needed to renew my mind and understand that my position in my family my worth my value my voice was not tied to anything that i brought to the table financially or at all it's just because god is right and husband already knew that like but i was tripping right so that is something i had to unlearn and embrace you know like i had to unlearn that and embrace the fact that like this doesn't change anything right so i hope that was clear sorry i feel like i'm all over the place but um and then lastly i you know i had some like resentment towards my husband because like I was home with these kids, man, all day. Like, you know, only songs I was listening to was Wheels on the Bus. Only books I was reading was Brown Bear, Brown Bear, you know? And like, I was alone, especially in the winter where you can't even go to parks and like try to socialize with other parents and nannies. And like, you know, I was beginning to be resentful of the fact that like, oh, he was working and he was still serving in church. And I'm like, oh, you talk to people, you think you all that? I never said that, but that's what I thought, right? <laughs> um, and so, like, I had to deal with that, right? I had to, like, realize, like, it's it's not his fault. And, you know, he was working extra hard in some seasons to bring home that money so that I can live this life as a stay-at-home mom. And I had to, like, begin to appreciate the fact that, like, you know, as much as he loves his job and, and loves what he's doing that like he'd rather be home too he'd rather see his kids he'd rather be chilling with his wife you know and i needed to appreciate the fact that he was working the fact that he was working hard and long hours so that i can do what i'm doing so that i can show up for those school plays 
you know, when there were school plays um, and, and support our kids that I could be the one to, to drop them off at school and pick them up, um, that I could be the one, you know, to, to nurse our kids and all these like wonderful things that I was experiencing as a stay at home mom. Like I needed to appreciate the fact that like he was sacrificing too, that it came at a cost to him. And instead of being resentful of what he had that I didn't have, I had to reframe my mind to remember that, you know, um, that there are areas, there are things that I'm doing that he wish he could be doing as well. And we just need to support and appreciate each other. So those are some of the things that I've learned um, in my first four and a half, almost five years of being a stay-at-home mom. I hope that um, this video was helpful for you. If you are a stay-at-home mom and you can relate to this, please leave me a comment. Let me know what part of this video resonated with you um, or maybe lessons that you've learned along the way that I didn't cover. And um, I hope you guys stay tuned for future videos. Please like this if you, um, if you did. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, check out my website, embracingyourvirtue.com. You can uh, shop, uh, you can go there to take a look at my blogs. You can go there to take a look at some recommended books and resources that I have. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. All right. Grace and peace. Love you guys. Bye.